Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Welcome you into and thank you so much for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates, Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. Myself, my name is Chris Vaughn. Like I said, really do appreciate you spending some time with us. Here's how I reach out, 419-794-3030. Again, that's 419-794-3030. Always available online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. On today's show, are you superstitious? We'll talk about the latest inflation numbers and it's time to check your beneficiary forms and know the new rules for retirement accounts. But before we jump into any of that, got to check in with the guys. Nolan, Scott, glad to be with you. How we doing? We're doing great. Yeah, I like uh, today's topic. I'm curious. I maybe kick off the show. I know we'll dive a little bit deeper in uh, a little bit here. But uh, are you superstitious, Scott? I'd ask you that question. You know, um, yes, I am, actually. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, if I am successful at, uh, you know, like golf or whatever, I have a great round. I wear the same outfit. Yes. Uh, absolutely. I am superstitious when it comes to certain things. Okay. And there are things that's like, hey, you know what? I don't. Uh, the controllables are out of my control. I don't worry about it. But yeah, I am. How about you? you? I would say a little bit. I know our Anthony Wayne hockey team, they had won some games wearing their gray jerseys. Yep. So the rule was they were not going to wear any <laughs> other jersey except gray jerseys. So uh, by the time they got out of those gray jerseys, they stunk. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I don't remember what baseball team it was. It might have been um, uh, the Cardinals, but the guys wore, they never shaved. And some of these guys look like they were uh, uh, mountain men. They just walked out of the woods to play baseball. They had beards that were, like, tremendously long. So, you know, there's a lot of people that are superstitious. And it covers a, a, a wide range of areas to be superstitious about. Yeah, and we're going to talk about how it applies to your investments today. But before we jump into that, maybe, Chris, I'll turn it back to you. How about you? Are you superstitious? I'm going to quote uh, Michael Scott from The Office and say, I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious, especially when it comes to sports. <laughs> you know, I've got... I've got uh, on Saturdays, uh, Georgia football, I've got, uh, you know, a, a certain shirt that I wear. And it obviously it did pretty well this past season. I'm not, not trying to gloat. I just want to mention that. But uh, when it comes to sports, I am. When it comes to everything else, uh, not so much. So I don't know what that says about me, but that's, you know, that's the I, truth. Let me add one more thing to that uh, real quick. And I know we got the show to get to, but talk about superstitious. So as you know, we're Bengals fans, right? Mm -hmm. Since any Bengals and it went to the, the, uh, the, the, through the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. Well, every game, my son and I would sit next to each other on the couch and watch the game. Well, the Super Bowl, I happened to be in Florida watching my daughter play softball, and my son says, Dad, you can't go. You have to cancel the trip. And I go, I'm not canceling a trip. It's your sister. So I ended up flying him down. So all three of us were able to watch the Super Bowl together. It didn't work out for us, but uh, that's, that's superstitious. Yep. Yeah. Just want to remind people when it comes to superstitions, especially with sports, it's only crazy if it doesn't work. Anyway, let's go <laughs> ahead and, right. and jump into the show here. Interest rates are going up. So the question is, what should you do when it comes to your retirement plan? There's an article that I read that said, for starters, well, the, the action shouldn't be based on a specific standard model. Instead, it should take into account your age, your target retirement date, the level of risk tolerance you've got, and your personal goals. So uh, when it comes to, to sitting down and speaking with people, is this something that you build a conversation around? It is definitely something that we have a conversation about. I know recently we just had a lot of people that came out to our economic summit 
And, you know, we talked about the topic of rising interest rates. And, you know, what we did is we used history as kind of a guideline. So if you haven't had a chance to watch those videos, if you weren't at our economic summit, make sure you take a minute, go over to our YouTube channel, type in America's Retirement Headquarters, and uh, look at our economic summit. We'll dive a little bit deeper into the topic. But to kind of hit the surface of it, historically speaking, higher inflation does, you know, tend to slow things down. So, you know, the markets tend to favor a little bit more value versus growth oriented. You know, we've seen some volatility here recently in the market because of not only higher inflation, but we've also seen, you know, with the impact of potential interest rates going up with, you know, what's going on with the war with Russia and Ukraine. So there's a lot of uncertainty right now. And the first thing that I would tell people is understand that volatility is normal. You know, we get into this time frame where the markets get a little bit choppy and, you know, we think this time it's different. It's not different. You know, 10% pullbacks in the market occur on average about every two years. We shared a statistic on the, the summit that showed about 70% of the time, you know, markets will have about a 10% pullback within a year. So volatility doesn't necessarily make it comfortable, but sharp moves up and down in the stock market are common in times like this. What you want to do is think about through good diversification and turn, you know, maybe fear, concern, or panic into opportunities. You know, look at what you own, know what you own, and look for some buying opportunities with what's out there. You also want to be patient. So don't get too laser focused on what happened today, this week, or last month in the markets. You know, step back, take a bigger view at it. Uh, a lot of times I've been talking to people recently and they're saying, you know, Nolan, you know, what's going on this year with the markets? And I say, well, you know, step back a minute, look at things in your accounts over the last year. And what you see is over the last year, things are actually fine. You know, but in this article, it does point out is how do you apply it to your individual situation? And everybody is unique. So you want to make sure that your overall total portfolio lines up with where you're at. You know, downturns in a market don't feel good for anybody. But, you know, usually they're going to be less impactful for somebody in their 30s that's saving and accumulating money versus who our typical client is, somebody in retirement time where those losses can feel more painful if they see them on the statements and understand that personal risk tolerance, their personal goals, trying to apply it to their individual situation. And, you know, so with that being said, I, I consider your time frame because, you know, even though you're at retirement, mm -hmm. you know, we want people to live a long, enjoyable retirement time. So, you know, for a portion of the money, if it's designed to be set aside for five or 10 years, which is typically where a lot of the equity positions are, you know, what happens today or tomorrow in the market is just noise. You know, I um, uh, met with a client uh, earlier this week and they were at the summit. And one of the things they said was they love how you explain the buckets of money. No, that's not actual uh, the pails where you walk around carrying <laughs> money that falls out. Uh, it's actually the buckets of money that you set aside. And they, they really love that. And they've talked to a lot of people about, man, you got to hear this guy because he talks about putting aside different buckets of money that are going to help you when you're in retirement. That also le leads to diversification, which we talk about all the time. Making sure you are properly diversified with your accounts is going to definitely help the ebb and flows that uh, the market's experiencing now. Yeah, so two tips if you're listening to today. I would say two tips that we can help you with right now if you just take a little bit of a baby step. Number one is we can stress test your portfolio. So if you're starting to feel a little bit uncomfortable with what's happened in the market, for the first five people that reach out to us, I'll make sure that our office stress tests your portfolio with doing an independent portfolio analysis. So we can tell you what the probable range of returns of your portfolio could be 
if things continue to get worse. We can even stress test it and say, you know, what if this is the big one that's coming? Mm -hmm. What if another 2008 happens? And what could be the maximum drawdown in the portfolio? And as well as showing you where we see some opportunities in the marketplace right now, we'd be happy to do that. The second thing is, is if you're listening and you're not sure about what is the best approach for your plan? As Scott talked about, what makes us different here at our office is our unique approach called the independent income system. In fact, all you got to do is just go on Google. You can type in independent income system. And I put together a quick 12-minute video that walks you through our methodology philosophy. So a couple of easy ways to kind of arm yourself if you're in that situation where maybe you're a little bit concerned mm -hmm. and or if you're thinking about it and looking at say, hey, guys, where can I take advantage of opportunities with the pullback in the market? There's a couple of different ways that we can help you out. Always happy to help all of you. And thank you for listening and watching. We do appreciate it. And as a way of saying thank you, guys, again, a complimentary uh, stress test, a stress analysis. If you're one of the first five callers right now. Uh, if you have concerns or, you know, if there are problems, there are flaws in your strategy as it stands right now, it's much better to find out about it right now rather than when you're in the thick of it, when it has been exposed. So take advantage of this. Give a call, 419-794-3030. Or you can go online to americasretirementheadquarters.com. Interest rates are not the only thing increasing. Inflation, as we all know, continues to inch up. Latest numbers show it increasing to 7.9% over the past year. Another 40-year record, by the way. Uh, the biggest example of soaring prices is the cost of gas. The national average is over $4 a gallon, the highest since 2008. And, well, the impact, it's being felt across the board. $57.40 on 13 gallons. So my Subaru had two little bars and now it's full, but it cost me 60 bucks almost. I'm looking at the possibility of walking to work. This is the first time that I'm filling up my tank in like 10 days. <laughs> We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Um, so I would think the folks who are every day building the wealth of this nation could use a break. I'll admit I need to fill my tank up, but I've been reluctant to go there. Not that it's going to go down any lower anytime soon. All this is adding to even more volatility to the stock market. Guys, have you adjusted your strategy on how to handle this uncertainty when it comes to clients' retirement strategies? I'd say there's a couple things that I would point out. First and foremost, I would say I blame our current administration on this. If we go back, you know, our president in the first day of office, he began striking and shutting down our pipelines here in the U.S. Yep. So I know in the recent news, he wants to blame Russia, but prices have been going up at the tank for a long time. And unfortunately, you know, where it really hits people is not only all of us, it hits retirees mm -hmm. because those are the people that are living on a fixed income. So when we're seeing these price problems that we have at the, the gas tank, it's a real reality that the fault lays with the leadership in this country making poor decisions to not make our country self-reliant and again, shutting down some of the good paying jobs here in our country and creating these issues. But the problem is these issues are probably here for a little while. Right. You know, right. he talks about things are going to go away quickly. You know, the global supply breakdown is continued on. You've got the war with Russia. You know, mm -hmm. you've got a lot of things that are happening right now that can continue to create some problems over here. So where there's challenges, there's also always opportunities. I had a meeting earlier today with some clients mm -hmm. and, you know, I've been trying to scream from the rooftop. So folks, listen up. If you want to find a great opportunity right now to take advantage of inflation, make sure you revisit U.S. government I-bonds. So I-bonds are a topic that most people have not invested into for a long time because the rates haven't been very attractive. But Directly from the United States Treasury Department, you can get a government I-bond and the current interest rate on treasurydirect.gov for a government I-bond is 7.12% interest. 
Again, that's a bond directly issued through the United States Treasury Department. It's something that if you have some savings accounts and you want to get that money working for you and not have the volatility of the market, it's something that you really need to take advantage of. Navigating government websites can be very confusing. In the good old days, you used to be able to go to the banks and do this. You can't do that anymore. You can do it directly with the Treasury online. If you're not like an online type person, you could call the 800 number. I would tell you that the government is another area that they're all messed up at is a lot of people are now becoming aware of these bond rates and they're taking advantage of it, meaning that they've overloaded that department. Sure. I called the other day and after an hour and 30 minutes on hold, I just ultimately hung up the phone because nobody answered over there. This is an area, though, that here at America's Retirement Headquarters, we're very comfortable in. We can help guide you through this process. So if you're not comfortable with the Internet and you want to learn about getting things directly from the government, just call our office. We'll walk you through it. We'll explain the process to you and we'll help you get it set up. So what else would you say? Well, I I, want to tell you there's some um, listen up to what I'm about to say, because there's a lot of information that people don't know and don't recognize. So I was at the gas pump the other day and there was a guy with a smaller car and we're standing there and we're complaining to each other across the pumps. And um, he says, look at this, $65 to fill up this tiny little thing. Well, I drive a Ram pickup truck, okay? He says, I can't imagine what it's costing you. And it was 80. I said, well, it's 83 and still climbing. You know, it's a lot of money. But I want to break something down because a lot of people don't really understand what goes into a barrel of oil and what comes out of a barrel of oil. And the reason why I want to tell you this is because there's some impacts on retirees and and everybody in general. So 46% of a barrel of oil actually goes to gas. A lot of people think, oh my gosh, a barrel of oil, all of it goes to creating gas. Well, that's not the case at all. 26% are for diesel and other fuels. Uh, 9% of it goes to jet fuel. But here's the thing that impacts all of us. 15% of a barrel of oil is used to make products. Now, there's some products that people have no idea. One of them really kind of scared me a little bit because I didn't realize that oil was in this product. But just to give you some ideas, uh, CDs, cell phones, plastic products are Mm -hmm. made with oil. Okay? Laptops. Another one is aspirin. I had no idea that some of these products were actually made with oil. But... A lot of people don't understand and realize what all goes into, uh, you know, a, a barrel of oil or what comes out of a barrel of oil. I mean, think about that. Your cell phones. There's many products that you go to the grocery store to buy. Any plastic product has oil in it. So the increasing cost of a barrel of oil, not only is it hitting us at the gas pumps, but it's also hitting the products that we buy on a day-to-day basis. Where's that money coming from? Yeah, it's going to come from higher prices, and that's why inflation is probably Absolutely. an issue that's going to be here for a little while. And, and you, you take it a step further. So go back to, does Washington have a hidden agenda here, an agenda that they're really not telling you, all right? So our leadership currently wants to push the Green New Deal, right? Wind, right. solar, electric vehicles. Right. Yeah. Well, how do you get people interested in electric cars, <laughs> right? Do you think that that has anything to do with their agenda to push absolutely what they want is the Green New Deal and get more spending passed on some of their other agendas that they have? Well, yeah. And what is the electric car made of? Right. Plastic. Yeah. And batteries. And batteries. What are you going to do with the batteries in the plastic? (laughs) You still are going to need oil and these fuels. And uh, yeah, to answer your question, in my opinion, absolutely, they have a hidden agenda. 
Yeah, so it's, you know, it's fun. I mean, it's fun to play politics. It's fun to, you know, poke uh, fun at uh, gas prices when you're, you know, talking to somebody. But the reality is, is, again, don't dwell upon things that you can't control. You right. can't control the price of energy. You mm-hmm. can't control what the politicians do. But in your own individual situation, you can absolutely control the decisions that you make by, again, just one simple example today was, you know, looking at something like government I bonds or looking at the fact that as interest rates go up or inflation goes up, energy has, you know, historically been a sector that's performed well. And we're seeing that happen again. So knowing what you own in your investments is an area that you can control. And that's how you apply it to your situation. Another great way to take control of things that you can take charge of is giving a call to America's Retirement Headquarters, 419-794-3030. Don't forget, if you're one of the first five callers, a complimentary stress analysis, see where you stand right now and and where the flaws in your uh, investment strategy may be before it becomes a bigger problem down the line. Complimentary if you're one of the first five callers, 419-794-3030, or you can go online to americasretirementheadquarters.com. Open up the show with the question, are you superstitious? And uh, we got our answers here. A recent survey suggests about 44% of American adults are. I think we're three for three in this realm. Uh, but about 10% of them said that they were very superstitious. I think we're all on the milder side. An article on the Financial Advisor website says there are also common retirement superstitions, like reaching a certain age prepares you for retirement and attaining a certain savings level will make retirement better or easier. Medicare eligibility, going to save money and cover medical needs. Uh, but the author maintains the reality is that a client's age, their debt level, portfolio value, health insurance status, or schedule flexibility won't necessarily translate into a happy, healthier, even better connected retirement. So what kind of questions do you guys ask clients to cover this aspect? Yeah, I think a big part of our discovery process is to learn about what retirement looks like. I had a great conversation again with some clients this week. We were talking about their portfolio and how things have been going, what their risk level was, again, reviewing you know, how things have looked over the last year, like what we do with you know, all of our clients on our ongoing review process. And they don't want to travel. They don't, it's not their thing. Right. You know, they don't need to do that. Their mm-hmm. lifestyle is really good. So I was asking questions about, you know, how has this inflation been impacting you? And, and you know, because of the fact that they just enjoy the local parks that we have in town and spend the time around here, they're doing great. They're perfect. Where, you know, I have other clients that coming up here in a couple of weeks, they're going to be getting their lake house ready and they're going to be maybe looking for a, another boat and they're going to be spending more money filling yeah. up the gas tanks yep. for yep. the boats and stuff like that. And, you know, in those cases, the situations maybe hit them a little bit harder and they are spending more money. So when you look at things and you're kind of preparing for retirement, it's a matter of, you know, mapping out kind of what that retirement looks like. You know, again, some of the things like, is there a certain age that everybody should retire at? Not necessarily. I mean, there's different numbers that are important Mm -hmm. when you look at retirement. So again, like the age 55 is a good number for anybody who wants to retire and not face penalties to pull money out of company-sponsored retirement plans. Mm -hmm. Age 59 and a half gives you a lot more flexibility with your 401k of making choices and or the ability to withdraw from traditional retirement accounts. Uh, you know, 62, the first choice on when to, you know, be able to start Social Security or, or 65. So the numbers more apply towards knowing the rules and options than it does to having a specific, here's when everybody should kind of retire and I think a lot of it does also play into, Scott, what you do. You know, when we were talking on the show a couple of weeks ago, one of the things that we had talked about is we had looked at the statistics and one of the reasons why people end up retiring earlier than they wanted to. And I think about 40% of the time it was healthcare related reasons sure. 
why somebody was forced to retire early. And there can be a big difference in healthcare costs prior to going into Medicare and then, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing what those numbers are too. So a lot of that works into play. So, you know, is there a set rule of thumb or things for for healthcare? Nolan, you hit it perfectly. And it's the numbers, knowing the numbers, knowing the key times on when to be uh, signing up for Medicare. Obviously, if you're 65, that's your initial eligibility date for Medicare. If you retire prior to 65 and you do not have a continuation of coverage, Depending on the size of your employer, if they have 20 or more employees, they offer COBRA. So you've got 18 months of COBRA there, but that could be costly. So you hit it perfectly. It's knowing the numbers and knowing the dates that are going to work out best for you for Medicare. If you're under 65, then you've got the marketplace. And the marketplace can be very, very costly. You're going to have high out-of-pocket. You could have a $17,000, $18,000 deductible. Obviously, if you're over 55, from 55 to 65, you're in that age band that's going to be very costly on a monthly basis. And, you know, I quoted a couple of 57-year-olds the other day, and they're like uh, $1,400 a month in premium with a $17,000 deductible. Yeah, ouch. I mean, that's like $30,000. That's yeah. real money, absolutely. You know, one of the things like you, uh, I, I, I sit with Chaz, uh, who's been on our show before, but um, he asked a question, uh, which I think is really awesome, and I love hearing the response. What keeps you up at night about your retirement plan? You know, is it health care? Is it the fear of running out of money? Is it a fear of, am I going to be able to live the same lifestyle that I live today during retirement? That's what you guys do, and I love sitting with you because I learn every time I'm with you guys in, in these uh, combined appointments. It's educational for me, that's for sure. Yeah, big takeaway if you're you know, listening today. A lot of times people come into our office and they retire and they have hundreds of hours, if not days, that have been built up for vacation as sick time, and they, they wait to use that and get a lump sum of vacation pay. Sure. Test drive retirement before you retire. Mm-hmm. If you got you know, weeks worth of vacation time, life is short, number one. Yeah. But why not talk to your employer and see if you can schedule a month or two that you can take off and test drive retirement, and then you'll see how these areas apply to your situation. You'll feel more confident when you're meeting with professionals like us and or developing your plan to say, what does the ideal week look like? And, you know, are you ready? And are you comfortable with what retirement looks like for you? So give it a test drive and we can, again, walk you through some of those areas too. Nolan, I have something to ask you. (laughs) I'm about ready for a test drive. (laughs) All right, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, just like when you drive a car, you know, you don't normally buy the car sight unseen or just drive try to fill out without doing that sure. test drive. You want to find out, you know, is this something I can live with? Is it something I'm comfortable with? It looks good and it sounds good. And early retirement looks good and sounds good. But is it actually feasible? Do I have the the means to make it go the distance? And so if you've got the benefit of time, test driving your retirement, I think is a fantastic thing. And uh, that question that Chaz asked, you know, what keeps you up at night? That's a good question. It's a legitimate question. Yeah. The follow-up question that I would ask is, what are you doing about it? What are you going to do to address those concerns head on? Again, a great start is picking up the phone, giving a call to America's Retirement Headquarters and, you know, address those concerns and then hopefully develop a strategy around it to lay those fears to bed, so to speak. 419-794-3030 is a great place to start. It's 419-794-3030. Guys, we're coming up on the end of the show here, but I want to address this because I think it's, it's pretty important and people should know it. For years, if a parent passed an IRA or 401k down uh, to a loved one upon their death, uh, that 
beneficiary could take that money in small amounts each year, an RMD, required minimum distribution based on their age. It's a small little tax hit, but the money could last a long time. In 2019, they changed that with the SECURE Act. Then they had to exhaust all that money over a 10-year period. At some point, they could wait until the 10th year if they wanted to. But just recently, the IRS took it a step further, adding that you have to take an RMD in each of those 10 years. Now they're saying, you know, you can't wait until that 10th year to take that lump sum. So hypothetically, if the IRA is worth a million dollars, people would have to take out $100,000 each year. So if they keep changing the rules, how are we supposed to keep up and avoid paying more taxes than necessary? Well, I think it's important to you know, work with somebody who's keeping up with the law changes, I think, is the, the easiest answer to that. And the key takeaway there, folks, if you're listening today, two new rule changes that apply towards leaving a legacy. So if you have mom or dad and you're looking at maybe at some point in the an inheritance and or your own personal situation, looking at trying to make sure you maximize if there's money left over what you leave and you haven't reviewed your beneficiary forms this year and since 2019, now's a good time to do that. Uh, we've made that process even easier for our listeners. We've put together the ultimate estate planning checklist. I'd encourage you to go over to YouTube, type in America's Retirement Headquarters. You can watch the whole video on the ultimate estate planning checklist that we have up there. Or better yet, if you're just ready to check your beneficiaries and say, guys, are they right? Call us at the office. We'll be happy to go through that checklist and, uh, you know, make sure that you know those rule changes and make sure that, uh, you know, we can keep the government away from your hard-earned money because that's one more area that they're going to try to grab some money is when you try to pass it on to your loved ones. Absolutely. You know, we talked about this very issue, spending those RMDs and making it work for you at the Economic Summit. And uh, obviously, if you uh, didn't get a chance to hear that live, uh, it is uh, available on our website. So I would encourage you to check that out as well. But uh, we address that very issue, which would be very beneficial for people. I'm willing to wager that this is not going to be the only change you see over the course of your retirement. If they keep changing the rules, it's important to know the rules and better yet have a team on your side that can help you know those rules. America's Retirement Headquarters is here for you. Again, give a call 419-794-3030. One last time, I want to remind you, you're one of the first five people to call a complimentary stress analysis of your retirement plan as it stands right now. 419-794-3030. You can always find them online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. I want to thank you so much for joining us this week, spending a little bit of time with us. Hope you have a great week ahead of you. And guys, as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. I found a great quote for this week, and it's, where there is no will, there is 500 relatives. <laughs> so make That's sure your estate plans are up today, folks. Uh, we look forward to talking to you soon. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And remember, when you think retirement, think the retirement guys. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussion should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.